within three minutes either way of six o'clock. She'd had a good day. He could tell because he hadn't heard her on the stairs. A bad day meant she plodded, thump, thump, thump. In she came, attache case in her left hand, and walked across to deposit it on the table, ready for some work later in the evening. That done, she aimed for the bathroom. The duct tape was lightly fixed to the swelling curve of the chair back and was across her mouth before she could think of screaming. In an extension of the same movement, he twisted her wrists behind her back and tied them with a twine, so cruelly hard that her face bulged with the pain of it. She was powerless. Only then did he turn her around. Only then did she see the man who had achieved this so quickly she hadn't had a chance. Tall and splendidly built, he was naked and totally hairless, his penis erect, engorged. Her eyes filled with despair, but she wasn't done struggling. For about a minute his attention was fully taken up with subduing her, at the end of which she was utterly exhausted. He forced her into the bathroom, where he pulled her panties down and sat her on the toilet. Her bladder was bursting. She let the urine go in a stream, transfixed by a new terror. He knew she had needed to go. He yanked her up and marched her to her bedroom, kicking her buttocks with what felt like all his might, then flung her on the bed and cut her clothes off with a wicked pair of dressmaker shears. After that, he drew a white cotton sock over each foot and taped it around the ankle to keep it on firmly. Next, he rolled her over onto her stomach, sat on the edge of the bed, and cut her fingernails down to the quick with proper clippers, indifferent to the blood he drew when he cut too hard. Out of the corner of one eye, she could see his hands gathering the clippings into a small plastic bag, and see, too, that those hands were encased in the thinnest of surgeon's gloves. Didus and Eptus turned her over again. Beside herself with fear, Maggie stared up into a face concealed by a black silk hood secured around his neck. She couldn't even tell what color his hair was. Inserting himself between her thrashing legs, he pinched and poked at her breasts, her belly, her thighs. She kept on fighting, but her strength was flagging fast. Suddenly there was a rope of some kind around her neck. The world swam, went dark, retreated returned only to the pain of his brutal entry into a vagina hideously dry from terror. He worked the rope as if it were a musical instrument, cutting off her breath, releasing it to let her have one convulsive gulp of air, or two, or even five, before he tightened it again and the world went dark. If he came to orgasm, she didn't know, only that, after what seemed an eternity, he lifted himself off her but not to leave. She heard him moving about in the kitchen, the noise of the refrigerator door, heavy footsteps in the living room. Then he returned carrying a book, sat down in her easy chair, opened it, and started to read, if indeed he could read through a pair of narrow slits. Swollen with tears, her eyes sought her alarm clock, 6.40. Ten minutes to subdue her, nearly thirty for the rape and its asphyxiations. At seven he raped her a second time. The pain, the pain. 
At eight came the third rape. At nine, the fourth. She was sinking into a stupor by this, the rope around her neck doing its diabolical work faster and better. He was going to kill her. Oh, dear God, make it quick, make it soon. Between the rapes, he sat in her chair and read the book. Her book. Because it had her initials painted on its spine in liquid paper. More naked than any man she had ever seen. So smooth and hairless was he. Not a scar, not a mole, not a pimple, anywhere. Oh, Carol, why did you have to go to that seminar? He knew, he knew. There's nothing about me he doesn't know. At ten he approached the bed with a certain purpose she thought knew, closed her eyes, and prepared through the waves of terror for her death. But he rolled her over onto her stomach and raped her anally. An unindulged